Idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. Oh my gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. This is the biggest non bombshell of a bombshell that I've ever uh, I've ever heard. This is Ed McMeyer. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C, Senor. It's what we call a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody! Today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Alan Dershowitz, constitutional expert. And why is he our general manager? He testified in front of the Senate yesterday, and I thought it was uh, pretty interesting, pretty good. But I do like my constitutional law lectures. Uh huh. I signed up for it willingly. Back in the day. I saw Glenn Beck uh, tweet out that for uh, Mike Lee and a couple other senators, Rand Paul, it was porn. (laughs) Watching Dershowitz testify about constitutional matters and founding fathers, reading from the Federalists and whatnot. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I got to admit, I, you know, there are... News reports, there are shows, there are articles that I take in because I should for the job. And I choke them down like spinach as a youngster. And there are some I think, yeah, this is pretty interesting. Okay, I'll highlight that. And there are some it's just a pleasure. And so, yeah, yeah, it was a little porny uh, listening to the Dersha man do his thing last night. Enjoyed it. So the stock market dropped uh, has dropped quite a bit. They're saying uh, over uh, the the... Beer, Mexican beer virus there in China. It's a coronavirus, Jack. It's the, it's the shape of the. It's not the Mexican beer, the, the limes and the uh, the find a beach. People are sharing, a beach people are sharing limes. Oh, no. And that's no, how it's spreading. No. You are not an epidemiologist. From Chevys to Chevys all across <laughs> the country of China. <laughs> and people put on the sombrero for their birthdays. And they have coronas, right. and that's how they and spread they the virus. And they touch the rim <laughs> right. of the sombrero. Anyway, so China says 80-some people died. Who knows if it's 10,000 and they're lying to us? There's no way of knowing. Uh, but, man, the stock market is really uh, taking a hit. Did I read yesterday that it's now uh, below where it, where it started for the year? It's uh, down for the year, except that the futures last time I heard were way up this morning, well, rebounding yeah. smartly. That's one day. You don't know. Yep. I need a trend. Yep. Um, right, well, that's what I'm saying. So that's something. I hope that doesn't continue. Now, well, and, and the stock markets are worried about Bernie, too. There's a little bit of concern. That's what, that's what I was uh, getting at, is I'm never comfortable with the idiots on cable news telling me why the stock market went up or down. Oh, no. Um, Ask your dog. (laughs) It's very often the stock market does blank because of blank, and then they just attach whatever the most trending story of the day is. absolutely. Abso-friggin-lutely. Or whatever's good or or bad for Trump. They may not even say because. They'll say as 
Corona fears grow, Very stock clever. market dips. Very yes. clever. That is yeah. what they say, yeah. so that they can cover themselves in their own minds by saying, hey, I didn't say they were connected. No, we're just saying these two things are happening. I just said it's uh, Kobe Bryant was killed in a helicopter cl- crash, and the stock market dropped. You interpreted that as that's the reason why the stock so that's what my dog says about the market, and it makes every bit as much sense. Because I think, uh, you know, new revelations in the trial, which make the impeachment thing seem a little more wobbly now than it seemed a couple days ago, and Bernie surging everywhere, I think that's a bigger political thing for me. Than... It's multifaceted angst, Jack. <laughs> Stocks go down faster than they go up, but they go up more than they go down. Thank you for that positive it's the note. Angst index. Bernie? The angst index is at 43.3. There's the a... highest measure since last December. <laughs> That's another, you know, sort of headline you hear. There, there's a new poll out with Bernie up nine in Iowa. <gasps> he leads pretty much every poll in New Hampshire. Which polls? All of them. Okay. So he could be peaking at the right time in Iowa. He already led in New Hampshire. He could easily win the first two states, and that's, at least in the past, has been pretty much guaranteed you're going to get the nomination. And nobody was expecting that. I, I, the hardcore Bernie fans were, but uh, I think most people kind of put it on their mind. Well, you know, he had a good run last time, but he's old now and had a heart attack, and a, it's a new day. Uh, you know, he's hanging around toward the top, but I'm sure things will work themselves out. Well, yeah. that's not the way things are working themselves out. And holy cow, you might end up with Bernie Sanders as the nominee of the Democratic Party, and it is going to be something to watch. In fact, that's the the most likely thing to happen right now. If you had it right now. Disagree, because of a point you've made many times, that any reference to established patterns or in the past precedent are pretty useless these days. We have not seen the Democrats nominate somebody who's such a clear disaster since George McGovern in 1972. And so we haven't seen the party as it becomes, like after your Iowa and New Hampshire scenario. The Democrats are both in this right, exactly. Uh, react with uh, DEFCON one, all hands to battle stations, absolutely going nuts, coming together. We haven't that, seen that in a very long time. No, that would be different because uh, normally you win the first two states, and it's everybody saying, "Okay, this is the person. That's where the money flows." Other candidates drop out. And and you're right, that is not going to happen with Bernie winning in the first two states. No. The party is going to say, what can we possibly do to stop this from happening? Do we kill him? I know a guy. (laughs) I I know a guy. He's he's in a biker gang. (laughs) Let's not do it right now. You're going to hear that, man. So that's what I'm rooting for, because I think that would be the most entertaining. You're going to be sitting in some $6 million apartment in Manhattan. It's probably $60 million. And, and and the heavyweights are going to be there, and they're going to discuss things that can never be repeated outside you, this room. Bernie wins both first states. Barack Obama holds a press conference. And everybody's like, what? what? Oh, my God. What's with the former president? He comes out and look. Obama! I, I wasn't going to get involved in this, but what are you thinking? <laughs> look. Here's a map. Look. These are the states Bernie will lose. These cycles. Like, all of them! <laughs> Oh, that'd be so exciting. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Come on. Let's have it. I want to see it. Let's introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, pretty good. I once got into the stock market a while ago, but my fear of losing was greater than my um, excitement about possibly you know, earning money. <laughs> and so what happened was I only did a few shares, and I, I it went up a little bit, and then there, I had gotten like $50 in earnings, and so I sold it. You got so, out. So, there you I, go. I sold it. Hey. I was like, I made 50 bucks. This is great. And <laughs> 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 then 
Maybe I'll try it again another day. That's my stock market experience. Yeah. Oh, boy. You, you, you harvested your gains. You know, I did like $100 worth. Exactly. Right. So as a lifetime investor, you're pretty uh, successful. Yeah. You harvested your gains. You, you called a pizza place. You didn't even look for a coupon. You just ordered that bastard. Good for you. Hey, Hanson, I see Lon He Chen up on MSNBC. I thought we'd told all our guests there and allow another outlet. I know. I told him that, too. <laughs> They're only We're barred. To, yeah, only allowed to come on our show. I uh, look forward to talking to him on Friday as we cl- get closer and closer to this Bernie scenario we were just talking about. Uh, there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well, although I, I fear I may need to admit that I, I have a problem. Uh-oh. I consumed an entire box of cereal, opened to empty yesterday. I don't think I've ever done that. I've, wow. I've eaten like a half a box. But what, what, oh, no. in, one, in one day? A, a single day, day, yeah. Not a single sitting? No, well, it was from the time I got home, so it was half a day. Because okay. I, didn't, I didn't do any still, before work. Even in, impressive. A, even in a day, that'd be amazing. Um, what brand, though? That matters a lot. Uh, frosted mini wheats. See, if you, if you say the wheat <laughs> part louder than the rest, it's healthier. Than the frosted. Frosted mini wheats. Wheat. Right, wheat and mini's oh, good. Yeah, mini's is not even a lot. Tiny uh, little wheats. I ate a whole box of mini things, so that's not even like eating a whole box. Mini so like healthy box. things. Wow, that's that's borderline. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's whole grain, but it's I can, sugar coated. I can easily eat a box of frosted mini wheats. Oh man, I, I was surprised at how easy it was. It's, do uh, you go full milk on those, or do you go like light milk so they're just wet enough? Because I, I'm put- oh no no you need some milk that you can that you can drink it all at the end right yeah, yeah. sugar milk yeah you, oh you, that's the best part you got a couple of uh, interesting days to follow though based on my experience oh I, I suppose oh, I shall oh, re- re- oh. reports to come we shall see <laughs> oh good <laughs> man I used to wolf down raisin bran that was that's a factor oh, there geez, too. Yeah. Come little's, on. little's enough clear off your schedule yeah <laughs> Please take a look at your day planner and say Thursday you need to clear that off. Drop by the library and get some really good stuff. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, January 28th, the year 2020. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's get down to business. Let's get uh, the show started officially according to FCC rules and regulations at Mark. For Congress to ignore the specific words of the Constitution itself, and substitute its own judgments would be for Congress to do what it is accusing the president of doing. The Dersha Man. He took on the Bolton thing specifically. We'll have to uh, play that because um, the Republican side mostly stayed away from that story. Because they should have. During the day, but... uh, As the very narrative. You're part of the liberal media narrative. Oh, my God, folks. Cuff him. (laughs) Do we have cuffs even? I don't even know. Dershowitz took on the Bolton thing specifically by name yesterday. So we should uh, should play that. How's the mailbag look? Oh, it's it's good. It it illustrates how different folks have different beliefs about different topics, and some of them are very adamant. Cool. And, and and y'all got to quit yelling at us Fantastic. and start yelling at each other. Because <laughs> I don't care. Wouldn't that be entertaining? Yeah. Uh, also, Washington Post back out with today that there are there is a trade in the works. The Bolton for Biden thing is back alive and in the works. You got to get a future draft pick out of that, too. Oh, that's going to be drama. Biden's in the last couple of years of his career. I mean, his stolen bases have fallen off the map. So, yeah. Just like a salary cap thing? Is he just... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly, yeah, he's only got a year left. Things are about to get interesting <laughs> up in here, I'll tell you that. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. 
The Armstrong and Getty Show. We were just remarking on the New York Post headline. Horrifying photo shows Kobe's copter engulfed in flames. Who takes in that kind of news? And you need to stop. Oh, and, and by the way, stop sending us the video that's allegedly the helicopter crash. It's not. It's a different helicopter crash. We've gotten it several times. Even if it was, who, who, what is wrong with you people? What is wrong with you people? Oh, look, that's the helicopter on fire with the people. Think, think the people are in there. What is, what is it that makes you sick? You realize there's something wrong with you? I don't know. I think people just want to confront death so they can deal with it somehow. Oh, my God. It's the reason horror movies are, are popular. You process it. I don't know. And some guy was on a, apparently on a mountain bike ride, and the, the copter crashes near him, and so he takes the pictures, and they end up in the New York Post, so somebody got a hold of them and bought them from him, I guess, or something. I don't know. Wow. Thank okay. You. Go ahead. Mail, Look at it, then. Mailbag. Here's your uh, freedom-loving quote of the day from Andrew Johnson, keeping to our impeachment theme. When I die, I design... Hmm. Desire is not a word. Take two. When I die, I desire no better winding sheet than the stars and stripes, and no softer pillow than the constitution of my country. Wow. Literally wrapping himself in the flag (laughs) and wadding up the constitution as a pillow. Yeah, it sounds like some sort of hyperbolic talking heads point on a cable news show. He's using the constitution as a pillow. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Seems like a... Tuck the declaration under my feet to keep my blood circulation going. And exactly. <laughs> maybe exactly. the Federalist Papers under my lumbar for lumbar support. If I have to blow my nose in the middle of the night, I reach for the Bill of Rights. <laughs> so I'm all set. Here's Actually, here's, a, here's another Andrew Johnson uh, quote that I liked. If the rabble were lopped off at one end and the aristocrat at the other, all would be well with the country. Wow. Now that I like. That That's is pretty, pretty good. And it's especially good. And my friends, I wish I could share it all with you because you would completely understand what I'm talking about. It's especially uh, delightful having just plowed through a bunch of email. If I could lob off the lop off the rabble at one end of our email and the aristocrats at the other, all would be well with me looking at the email, which is mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, where do I start? I got so much. I, I Which kind of to... fits in with the five ends on each end of social media, each end of Twitter. Kind of different uh, qualifications for that, but similar sort of thing. You just have the, uh, the the chunk of people on both ends. There's a new study that came out about that. I'll have to dig that up about the percentage of people that are controlling the conversation in Facebook and Twitter. And it's just, it's just oh, a yeah, powder handful of percentage. I think it would be really good to hear that. Because I know lately, when I even spend ten minutes, five minutes looking at at the Twitter machine, I end up being uh, embittered and 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 unhappy and the rest of it. It's just the reason these studies are being done partially is being driven by the Democratic Party. Kamala Harris's campaign admitting we were misled by Twitter. Um, the 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 loudness of certain sectors of America that don't represent the rest of us. Yeah. Certainly not proportionally. Right. Oh, that's absolutely true. So anyway, just a, a sampling of email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. On the topic of Kobe Bryant, uh, Blanche writes, um, and she enjoys the show. She's very nice, note, very respectful, but argues that uh, you mentioned something about people saying Kobe was a hero. You said something about not really our military are heroes. 
And she points out there are many different kinds of heroes. If they bring people joy, they're role models, they're respected and admired, they're a hero. Okay, fine. And then, wow, what a hero, writes, uh, I'm not sure the name, Brian, and includes all the statements from the rape case. It's four pages, single-spaced in small font, um, from the uh, the rape allegation. Uh, when was that? 2004? Three. Three? Three? Somewhere in that. Yeah. that Robie, uh, Kobe uh, Bryant was accused of raping a, a hotel clerk in Colorado, um, and when you reread all the statements, uh, he does not come out looking like a hero. I will just tell you that. Extremely troubling. And then this, uh, Amy and Gary write, Today's show is excellent. You struck an amazing balance between honoring people's feelings, respecting the tragic loss, and sprinkling in your humor. Mentions a couple of other things. Thank you very much for the uh, the note. And then uh, this from American Rebel, Kobe is dead and you and white America can disrespect him all you want, even though he was proven innocent. But I'm here to tell you God is going to judge all of your deeds and your unrighteousness and you white people are going to hell. We'll see you as the last laugh. Does that person believe that white people brought down his helicopter? I have no idea. No, it's talking about disrespecting him. Yeah, uh, the idea that he was proved innocent is uh, ridiculous and uh, contrary to all the facts, but I don't think you deal with facts very much, sir or madam. Uh, Gosh, I guess we're about at that. Oh, man, I had a great email. Maybe we'll get it to it next segment about the United States Marines invading an all-you-can-eat buffet. Did oh. not go well for the owner. Oh, really? <laughs> the Armstrong and Getty Show. Nothing in the Bolton revelations, even if true, would rise to the level of an abuse of power or an impeachable offense. That is clear from the history. That is clear from the language of the Constitution. It was a pretty big deal for Alan Dershowitz, Harvard Law professor, to take that on specifically yesterday. Because that is is, uh, what's driving everything with impeachment right now. Washington Post out with this article. came out last night. Toomey, Senator Patrick Toomey, Republican Pennsylvania, highly respected conservative, said he's in and he's talking to others about a one-for-one witness deal. Okay, you get Bolton, but we get somebody. I did learn yesterday, and it's amazing to me how these facts come out in drips and drabs. Uh, it is not known. We were asking the question several times yesterday on the show of, so if is it yes, yes witnesses and as many as we want or no witnesses? Nobody knows the answer to that yet. That hasn't been decided yet. Right. They haven't made the rules on that yet. Right. So is it yes or no witnesses and then everybody chooses them? Is it yes witnesses but only one each or nobody? They haven't decided that yet. Correct. So that's going to yep. be part of the arguing. All out in the open. Uh, number one, the media coverage of the so-called Bolton revelations has been absolutely... Bombshell, Joe. Bombshell revelations. It's been hilariously overheated. Number one, what revelations? Give me a single quote. Nobody has a single quote. Just Maggie Haberman of the New York Times who's wrong all the time. Smart lady, but she's broken several of the big blockbuster, you know, anti-Trump stories through the years. Uh, her vague description of it. And listen, it should be irrelevant And uh, I came across this Andrew McCarthy uh, piece in the National Review 
which I appreciated because he agrees with me, it should all be 100% irrelevant, all of the Bolton thing. And Alan Dershowitz agrees, as I was listening to that last night, the stupidity of the Trump's defense team's strategy and Trump himself is that they're arguing the wrong point. I'll quote McCarthy. He talks about how you want to base the defense on something you know to be true, something unchangeable. He says, the president's best defense has always been that Ukraine got its security aid. President Vladimir Zelensky got his coveted high-profile audience with the president of the U.S., Kiev barely knew defense aid was being withheld. The temporary delay had no impact whatsoever on Ukraine's capacity to counter Russian aggression. Zelensky was required neither to order nor announce any investigation of the Bidens. However objectionable the calculations that led to the delay may have been, nothing of consequence happened. Therefore, there was no impeachable offense case closed. Except it's not case closed, because President Trump and his advocates would not content themselves with a strong defense built on what was true. The president wants total vindication, which is not necessary in order to avoid removal from office. So he has mounted his defense on the impossible propositions that his interaction with Zelensky was perfect and that there was no quid pro quo. And I have been saying now for quite some time that's just dumb because you change the focus you have now you have convinced a lot of america and a lot of senators that the question is was there a quid pro quo when you, all you had to say was what mccarthy said nothing happened this is ridiculous maybe it's bad diplomacy maybe it's bad, bad president but you don't remove somebody from office for something as incredibly vague as abuse of power, which is what Dershowitz was saying yesterday, Trump and his team got themselves into this. The, if John Bolton came out w- with his arm around Jesus and Nazareth and swore that Trump said, oh, yeah, we're not going to give him the aid until they announce an investigation of Biden, that should be completely irrelevant to the, in question, the question of impeachment and removal. I just they've, they've screwed themselves, and we'll see how it comes out. So you're uh, you're thinking that maybe it becomes clear Bolton testifies and makes it clear, yes, he did say this for that, and the crowd goes hush. Oh, right. And people start scribbling on pens in America immediately. The polls go to eighty five percent say he must be removed. Right, because they that's the question they, now. They crafted it in such a way to make it look like that was the impeachable thing. Exactly. If we're having a meeting and I pat positive Sean on the back and say Sean, you're doing a great job, but we need even more out of you. And he calls the police and say, and, and has me uh, charged with assault and battery. My defense is that that wasn't assault and battery. It never has been. It never will be. But instead, I have my lawyer stand up in court and say, and, uh, and Joe never patted positive Sean on the back. He, he, he didn't. He didn't. And there are multiple witnesses saying, yeah, he did. Of course he did. Witness after witness after witness comes up and says, yeah, I saw him pat him on the back. And the jury is sitting there thinking, well, by God, he patted him on the back. When that's not the question. Man, what a miscalculation. Now Bolton's going to come out and God knows what happens. I still don't think Trump's going to get dumped. But I don't know. It's just terrible. I don't know. Just I, dumb. I don't know what order will happen in, because, like I said, they, this is all up in the air. They have to vote and argue on this stuff, which should be pretty fascinating. But if you have Bolton and then have, like, several days of Hunter Biden and just a mess of throwing mud up against the wall. Yes. Is, uh, is, 
his baby mama stripper lady and just all this different stuff and getting kicked out of the military for cocaine and all this stuff. It's got nothing to do with it, but it's just good headlines and makes things muddy. Maybe it, you know, maybe it kind of softens the whole Bolton thing. Well, it, it, it I think it does have something to do with it just in terms of swaying a couple votes because it goes to, all right, it was Trump's motivation. And again, see, this conversation should not be had. If the president's team was, and the president himself knew what they were doing, honestly. But it goes to, all right, was the president's motivation nakedly self-serving? Or did he see a a ridiculously corrupt Biden family and say, why am I getting investigated every minute since I get inaugurated and nobody cares about how corrupt the Bidens are? I, I, I won't have it. I want to see them investigated. Now, if you can make the case that, and he has good reason to, because the company's, the, I'm sorry, the family's as crooked as hell, um, then that just, you're not going to switch votes on that basis. It just, it softens the reasoning, it throws it into doubt, and I think that would be a useful strategy. But again, the whole freaking thing ought to be irrelevant. So, and Dershowitz killed it last night. You will not hear that from any mainstream media outlet. He Killed it. Uh, I've always, I've always found him very persuasive, even on stuff that I don't agree with at all. He's just really good. Like when he's arguing stuff I don't want to be true, it always worried me. Right. It, it at the very least makes you really do some some heavy thinking about why your opinion might still be right. It's um, a challenge. On the Where's Hunter front, I've renamed him Where's Hunter. Hunter and his team wisely settled quietly last night with the baby mama oh, to pay oh, oh, the oh, child oh. support. Because they realize he might be testifying like Monday, and you don't want somebody to be able to hit him with deadbeat dad, right. you haven't paid for your kids. So they settled that whole thing, and part of the agreement is he doesn't have to relieve, release his finance stuff till March 1st, because that's what her team was going after. And she's in the right. He, he, they have a kid together, and Hunter is stiffed or hasn't paid her a cent, and he's got Plenty of money because he's living a million. He's paying what is it, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars a month to rent this place in Beverly Hills and driving around in a Porsche wow. and not paying any money for the kid. I said, "You're kidding me." But part of, <laughs> part of that, uh, her suing him was there going after his financial records to show that yes, he does have money. So he agreed to pay the child support so he gets the deadbeat dad tag taken off of him, and they don't have to release the financials till March first, which is after this all will all be over. Probably, it makes yeah. a difference because that would have made that would have made him look bad if they yeah. could have like in the in the impeachment trial thrown out the how much money he has and he's stiffing the kid and you know that'd have been a bad look for the Biden family. Not yeah. a joke. Yeah, yeah. It's just amazing, the tentacles of this thing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's funny. I was listening to a feature uh, earlier this morning about how uh, various of the presidential candidates, Liz Warren in particular and Bernie to some extent, but how they all have relatives who, I mean, like Liz Warren took her daughter along while she was she was actually writing the TARP bailout legislation, she was consulting with Congress. She was also consulting with the companies that were being bailed out. And she was taking her daughter with her to those meetings. And her daughter was recruiting people for her brand new financial company. So that's how D.C. works. Everybody gets rich. Everybody's family gets rich. You have insider information, and it's much like a friend of mine once said to me about the steroid tests in baseball. It's not a steroid test. It's an intelligence test. If you're so stupid you can't figure out when the tests are and beat them, you're too stupid to play baseball. (laughs) Well, 
any any congressperson, any senator who gets busted for granting access and knowledge and the rest of it to their friends and family that makes them wealthy is so stupid. They deserve to be busted because it's so easy. I got so more. So they all do it. I got more on that later. But uh, how well, soon? and listen, I hear some of you who are anti-Trump saying, "Yeah, what about Trump's family? Yeah, something tells me they'll do okay." Uh, more on that later. Um, I've become so cynical I can't even hardly function when it comes to government based uh, on a couple of things I heard over the weekend. So, uh, But more on that later. Will you share those with us? Uh, yeah, uh, this I'm excited about. Wouldn't it be, it'd be fun if we were all embittered together? <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, it probably does do us good. Um, <laughs> this scratches me where I itch because it drives me nuts every time I go out to eat, which isn't that often, thankfully. Uh, oh, speaking of which, i got to get to that Marine email next. Most people are annoyed by restaurant music and for the same reason. Oh, good. I freaking I hate, hate it. it. Why do you hate it? What's the I thing you hate the only... most? Almost everybody agrees on why they hate it. Well, uh, there's no necessity for it, and it just makes well, it loud. That It's way too loud. It's loud. Well, I don't need more noise. Two-thirds of people say it's too loud. Right. Yeah. And I just, I just don't need music constantly in the background either. Makes me crazy. I love music, but I don't need it everywhere all the time. Um, they did the decibel levels of some of these New York restaurants. They're just insanely loud. Yeah, yeah. And you get a seat under the little speaker in the ceiling at some places that don't have particularly high ceilings. It's ridiculous. I'll go through the reasons people hate the restaurant music. It's pretty funny. Okay. Starts at the top with volume too high. I agree with that. Poor sound quality. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, it's, so it's all mid-rangey and loud. That is annoying. Right. Uh, disliked the artist. Okay. Explicit content. I have heard that. You're playing rap songs with bad language, blasting out of the ceiling in your restaurant. Sure. That happens to a lot. Lizzo with her, her sailor talk. Uh, explicit content followed by profanity. I'd call those roughly the same That's thing. That's the same thing. Um, political content. Well, music. it's not necessarily. Yeah. Right. Drug or alcohol content. Well, any country music. There's going to be a lot of whiskey drinking. Religious content. I don't hear that. Outdated songs. <laughs> 11% are mad because this is not all the song from the 60s. Play the hits. <laughs> Volume too low. What is this? I can't hear that. How about no traffic reports? Here's my two favorite. 5% of people don't like no traffic reports. 5% of people don't like the music at the restaurant because it evokes sadness. <laughs> uh, this is my girlfriend and I's favorite song. Oh, now I'm crying in my soup and diluting it. Followed by evokes bad memories, which is very similar at 3%. Yeah. People who hear the music and think, oh, jeez. Oh, not this again. <laughs> oh, no, this is our song. <laughs> <laughs> Jiminy, no. Let's just let's just all agree it's too damn loud. I can't hear what people are saying. You're gonna have to toughen up somehow if the sad song at the restaurant brings back bad memories. And it just makes me think of her. <laughs> I mean, what's what's the deal? Are you are we at uh, are we all in the mob and there's background music playing really loud so the FBI can't pick up our conversation or what? Rest every restaurant is loud enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, it Jiminy. makes it seem more exciting. It stimulates your brain. I really? guess is what's going on. I guess mm. that's there. I like dead quiet. Weirdly, everybody kind of whispers because you feel uncomfortable talking at normal volume. The I like occasional that clink of, of a fork on a plate. I like that. Yeah, say, hey, quiet right. down over there. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Wait, sir. No, wait. New audio has been released.
text in which President Trump told Republican donors that North Korean leader Kim Jong-un is a great golfer. When asked what he usually shoots, he said dissidents. <laughs> wow. That was a funny part of the conversation, too. I'm telling you, it's worth listening to that whole uh, the secretly recorded dinner conversation. So Trump brings up, you hear that? Kim Jong-un, he's a really good golfer. No, no, says he is. And everybody's laughing. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what struck me about that conversation, because I read a bunches of it, is that everybody wants something. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody is hammering him to give that or sanction this or, or, well, or as president, steer toward the other. As president, of course, but he's been that way his whole life. You're a billionaire. Right. Everybody you meet in your life wants something from you. Yeah, yeah. Which is why billionaires tend to hang out with billionaires and movie stars tend to hang out with movie stars because one movie star isn't enamored with another movie star. They just treat each other like people. A text that began with Jack's wrong again. I will uh, pay that off in a moment. So we were talking about all-you-can-eat buffets and specifically, uh, was that on the podcast? That was on the secret podcast, which you don't get to hear. We're not supposed to say that. It's called One More Thing. It's like an extra, extra long segment of the show. We do one uh, several days of the week. And yesterday's was on how to beat an all-you-can-eat buffet. If you don't beat, go, meaning rip off the proprietor. Yeah, if you don't go into an all-you-can-eat buffet with the goal of winning, <laughs> you've already lost. Well, yeah, why did you how even about show if up? I eat till I'm pleasantly full. Well, uh, did you a win or Reasonable or not? variety of healthy foods, and the rich get richer. Did they still make what? a profit or not? <laughs> Oh, I, I, want them to, I want them to not make a profit. No, I, I won. Re-examine your business practices. <laughs> I'm right. the winner, I declare as I waddle out of the place. Hands up. Sick to my stomach. So that was a brief recap of what we were discussing, and a number of people reacted on the email line, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, hey, Jack and Joe, Kevin, the uh, Fagafy, Texas Marine, checking in. Friend of Armstrong and Getty over 15 years, Fagafy. Uh, I have a tale of how four young Marines conquered a nearly empty Sizzler. Remember Sizzler? Sizzler is still there. One night, uh, me and three of my buddies, we went to our local Sizzler for all-you-can-eat shrimp. We ordered and powered through our first plates of tiny steaks, six or so shrimp in our sides. After our fifth plate of six shrimp each, our waitress gave up and started bringing us platters full of shrimp so he could just share while making her life a bit easier. After several of those, she came up and asked us if we were going to want more. Of course, we replied. <laughs> to which she responded, it'll be a little while. We had to send someone to another sizzler to get more shrimp. Oh, geez. We all cheered like we had just won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> then waited for more food and consumed vast quantities. Yeah, well, we learned yesterday in the podcast, and they didn't do it right there. You got you to gotta slow down the process. Tiny plates. They use giant... Uh, spatulas, fork, spoons for the stuff that will fill you up and is cheap, like potatoes and rolls. Right. They use tiny little tongs for the expensive meats and stuff like Surgical that. Surgical right? tweezers, practically. <laughs> so, I mean, this now this is not an all-you-can-eat buffet. This is a different situation. It's the all-you-can-eat shrimp sure. platter. But sure. uh, I, I, I get the whole tiny tongs thing, because you got to reach in and grab one, and grab another, then grab another, and grab another. And behind, before you know it, the guy behind you is looking at you like, what the hell? Would you hurry up, please? And you think, all right, that's enough. And Right, that's how they get you. The way they get you at those is they slow walk everything. And I've right. been through that many times. Yeah. I plow through a plate, I order another, and it's like 15 minutes before they bring me my next plate of pancakes. The key for those is you order your second when yeah. you get the first. Yeah, I was like, with- hey, keep them coming. I was with a buddy of mine who's probably listening right now. He did that at the IHOP during an all-you-could-eat. 
He'd order his next plate when they arrived with mm-hmm. his plate, and then he, he he was able to just keep it coming. I think he ate 16. My kids were amazed. <laughs> My kids still talk about Again, it. Every, what a great idea. You time, win. Every time we're at IHOP. Remember when Stephen ate 16 pancakes? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. But the, uh, the, the sizzler in this story, like so many foreign powers, should have known when they saw the Marines coming to just surrender. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Jack's wrong again, and there are so many texts and emails that start that way. It's, I need its own file. Um, all polls do not show a preference to impeach and remove Trump. I don't remember saying that, but regardless, it points us to the real clear politics average. So it's got all the latest polls. It is. Um, it really looks like what the presidential election was in 2016, and will probably be in 2020. Mm. Very close. Um, you got polls where it's impeach and remove by two, uh, no by two, yes by two, then a no by three, and it all averages out to just barely no nationwide with all the polls. Wow! Yes, that remove. Does ring a bell. <laughs> yes, remove forty-seven point five. No, forty-eight point one. That's almost exactly the Hillary <laughs> Trump voting results. Almost exactly. All right. So Isn't that something? What do they think in Wisconsin? We haven't moved at all. Yeah, that's amazing. It is. Yeah. Hey, we we received a really interesting note, a thought-provoking note on why polls just are usually wrong in the direction of the left. Witness all the uh, pre-election polls last time around. I thought it was decent analysis. We'll share that with you. Armstrong and Getty.